Hello everyone, this is Corinne Lafon, member, Toastmaster of the PR Committee of Winners, Toastmasters on South Trinidad and Tobago. And it's a wonderful evening today and I am interviewing DTM Godalis Riena from KC Toastmasters Club in Curacao. This is pertaining to the recently held website, uh, best clubs website competition for region, for district 81 <clears throat> in the Caribbean. And KC Toastmasters uh, won second place. Yes, winners Toastmasters, I, yes, I believe came third. And I want to officially welcome DTM and DTM for those who don't know is distinguished Toastmaster. Um, it's the highest level, I believe, in Toastmasters designation. And um, it means to say she has worked her way up to that um, title, and it takes a lot of work, dedication, effort, and commitment to be able to achieve the status of DTM. She's going to tell us a little bit about herself. So welcome, DTM Rihanna, to Winner's Podcast. Thank you very much, Toastmaster Corrine. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Yes, tell us a bit about you. Well, I've been a Toastmaster since 1995. Wow. That's almost 24 years ago, right, when I joined the University of the Netherlands Antilles Toastmasters Club. Mm -hmm. um, through the years I've worked with Toastmasters program, I've seen a lot of changes. One of them was the Caribbean becoming um, District 81. Mm -hmm. I've seen the growth of the organization. I have served on several um, offices on, in different clubs. I have um, sponsored new clubs, mentored clubs and members. I have served also on the district um, executive committee. And two years ago, I was the district director of uh, District 81. Wow. And right now, right. This year, I'm the sec secretary of the Casey Toastmasters Club. Last year, I had the pleasure to work on the committee of the vice president of public relations of my club. And I believe we did a good job. Wow. Now, you're talking a number. Now, I'm familiar with Toastmasters. You're familiar with Toastmasters. Anyone listening to this will think each mm -hmm. one of those are job titles in itself. And we know it's job titles in itself. It is. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, you know, I'm wondering, and I know people will be wondering, how is it possible mm -hmm. to be involved in such an international organization and be so committed, dedicated, that you're carrying out all those roles, responsibilities, position titles, and you're supposed to still have a life outside of Toastmasters, um, personal life, family life, possibly job. How is it possible? Well, of course, I do have a, a personal life. I'm, I'm a single mother of a 17-year-old son, I'm a business director as well, and I'm a teacher at the University of the Dutch Caribbean. Oh my the God. Reason why, <laughs> the reason why I'm so committed to the Toastmasters program is because of the difference it made in my life. Mm 
Mm. I'm a person that uses everything that I've learned um, in my professional life, in my personal life, and I can I can attest to the to the change to the development that Toastmasters has caused um, for me in my career, mm-hmm. and it's only been positive. I I always tell my fellow Toastmasters, don't join a club just to say I'm a Toastmaster. It's not about bragging how much titles you have in the club or how much um, how, how many designations you have um, following your name. It's about learning, using your club as the laboratory to learn those new skills and, or, and competencies and going outside and putting them into practice. That's where you see, you can, you can um, experience the power of Toastmasters. And that's what it did for me, especially during my years as a district officer, I've experienced enormous personal growth. I've learned so much from the Toastmasters in, in the Caribbean and the friendship that I've kept those. I, it's like treasures that I've collected throughout the years. And that's why for me, working the Toastmasters program as a part of my life mm-hmm. is so fulfilling. And I cannot see myself um, at this point in time not doing it because I'm still learning after 24 years, I'm still learning and I'm still growing. And it's, it's, it's fun. It's really a joy. Well, you are clearly married to Toastmasters. Clearly you're (laughs) married because it's 24 years and going married and still be fulfilled and enjoying it. It, 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 it is. It, it, it's, it's a marriage. And you know, what amazes me is that people stay in it forever. It's like, mm-hmm. I am not leaving this. This is not leaving me. And you mentioned, mm-hmm. you mentioned personal growth. And you know, the funny thing about it, DTM, Rihanna, is that some people don't see themselves having the need to grow. They feel they have arrived. They, they reach where they're going. There's no need to work on themselves. They're all that and a bag of chips. I don't need to do anything else. I, I, I am at the pinnacle. Yeah, I, I am good. I know everything. I am everything. I'm good. What are your thoughts on that? DTM Rihanna, are you still there with us? It seems as if we lost connection there a while ago. DTM Rihanna? Yes. Yes, I'm here. Oh, great. I'm still here. I don't know what happened a while ago, but we are reconnected. I'm so glad. Did you, were you able to hear the question? No, I didn't. What I was saying is that you were talking about personal growth. And it amazes me that some persons don't think that there's a need for them to grow and to personally develop. They have arrived, they have reached their pinnacle, there's nothing for them to work on, they're all that on a bag of chips. You know, I I have arrived. What are your thoughts on that? Well, honestly, I remember when I was seven years into the Toastmasters program, I felt like that too. I was a dentist, communicator, bronze, competent leader. I felt as if um, 
people could not evaluate me. Everything was always good, <laughs> even though I felt there was still a lot of room for improvement. At some point, I lost interest. Mm. And after I visited another club, after a couple of years, I stayed as an inactive member. I saw how this, this other club, the, the members were enthusiastic, they were active, um, very uh, into Toastmasters. They knew about all the Toastmasters program. They pushed them, pushed uh, in a positive way, encouraged the, the fellow Toastmasters to, to do um, projects out of the Better Speaker series or the Successful Club series. They encourage members to take on leadership roles. And that's where I realized that growth does not stop. Mm. Um, there's, there's so much more to learn. There's so much more to experience. And most of the time we stay within the, the walls of our club, confined into what our club has to offer. And we do not venture outside of that club on other levels, meeting other people. This year I had the opportunity to serve on the committee of a, the campaign committee of an international director which is something very different to what I've ever experienced in my 24 years as a Toastmaster member. And in that aspect, I grew, I grew as well. So I would say to someone who thinks that they have achieved the pinnacle of their Toastmasters career, there's so much more to know and there's so much more to growth to be experienced just if we have the courage mm. to go beyond our clubs. Wow, that, that's amazing. It, it, it takes an individual having to recognize that within themselves, a level of humility to be able to accept that and realize I am, mm -hmm. I am not there. And it is, it is, it is a continuous mm -hmm. journey. It never stops. You are a work in progress. Mm -hmm. I agree, and you know it's it's very it's very interesting to see how members of other countries, other districts, experience Toastmasters as well. Um, I've learned so much serving on the um, campaign committee of this uh, international director candidate, mm -hmm. and for me, the the humility, uh, also the knowledge that she transmit tra transmits um, to to her team, mm -hmm. it gives gives you another scope of how things can be done and achieved. Yeah. And so it's not enough. It's, it's clearly, for me, mm -hmm. being a district director was, was a start. <laughs> and and I, I know there's so much more to experience and to learn. Wow. Let's jump over to the website competition. You all came second, Casey Toastmasters came second in the District 81 right. website competition. Congratulations, we are so happy for Thank you. Thank you very much. Even though, we, much. even though we were watching you guys very closely, you know, together, uh -huh. together, together with <laughs> dynamic speakers uh, in Jamaica, uh -huh. we were mm -hmm. really looking at you guys and we, we really were trying to cup second place because we realized that dynamic speakers was already so far ahead. We, we accepted that they would have been first, but we're like, mm -hmm. oh my goodness, we, we can beat Casey. We can beat Casey. Uh, but it just didn't right. happen. It just, 
it didn't happen so so look out for us in 2020 please i'm just letting you know but <laughs> but <Okay. laughs> well done, well done. but i want to find out what was the strategy we're really trying to mind your business here what was the strategy that you uh -huh. used to really come together and uh -huh. take second place what what was happening within within uh -huh. the club uh -huh. Mm -hmm. First of all, I have to say, this year, we had a very dynamic vice president, public relations, yeah. and she started working on the website since, last year, I mean, since the start of the 2018-2019 um, program year. And for us, it was a whole new experience, um, filling in our meeting roles through the website, um, following the news on the website. So when we heard about the competition, mm -hmm. it was a challenge. It was something we really wanted to do as a club, as a team. And it was fun um, seeing people submit their videos and um, having to choose, okay, which one are we going to use? Um, working on our, our newsletter together, updating the pictures. I have to say we are very active on, on our Facebook page. Mm -hmm. We have a member that takes our photographs and we're very proud to showcase our meetings and special events. So we had enough material to prepare based on the requirements that the um, PR manager of the district set mm -hmm. um, in order to be able to compete, compete in the competition. It was a process of making members aware and asking them to rally for support. Mm -hmm. um, we wanted people to visit the website and vote. And there were people telling us, okay, I like, um, for instance, winner's website better. <laughs> and okay, <laughs> okay, that's okay. That's okay. We also had a challenge into deciding which language we were going to use because mm -hmm. most people um, feel more comfortable, comfortable in Papiamento, which is our native language in Curacao. Yeah. So we decided to combine the two make our videos in, in English and texts in Papiamento so we can um, reach both um, a majority of people. Yes. It was rallying. I, I remember that, that morning, um, the PR sent us a message telling us, winners has passed us. <laughs> so I, I think people... <laughs> People were um, in awe. We looked for the, okay, when is this um, campaign going to end? Okay, everybody, you know, leave your work right now. Next rally. <laughs> yeah, just done. Because <laughs> so looking at dynamic as well, we knew, okay, it was, it would be a long shot to win second place, to win, to win first place, but we've worked so hard, we cannot let this happen. So it, it was, it was, um, it was fun. We were all very, um, you know, so intrigued when the PRM posted that the campaign was closed. We didn't know who won by the time. We didn't know which, um, um, which um, time, how do you say it, which time zone the PRM was on. So we weren't sure who won, but when we saw the following morning that we won second place, we were all excited. Listen, have, it was a real teamwork. You have me rolling. I am telling you. you <laughs> listen, you, so, so, you got a, so you got a message that we passed you. 
and, and you all suddenly woke up the dead, call up the whole of Curacao and said, wake up mm. and stop whatever you're doing. If you're breastfeeding, right. if you're breastfeeding your child, stop yes. it. If you're, if you're in traffic, stop. Stop it. Right. <laughs> we have work to do here. People, so we had members sending, um, sending group messages at that time. Oh you know, it, it was rallying, rallying and very serious behind the members. Oh. Talk to your family members. Talk If you have kids on Facebook, ask them to go on the website and vote. <laughs> You see, you, you see what a what what a message did. It got you all to wake up. You all were comfortable because you all were ahead. Right. At one point in time, <laughs> and you're like, oh yeah, we we already got Indeed. second place. And then when you Indeed. realize we because we did pass you, and we were we were doing yeah. very well. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's <laughs> correct. That's the message we got from the PR. She <laughs> she was very careful. To tell us, uh, we weren't sure what was going on, but we said, okay, we still have time till the end of the day. Let's do this. And it was a, it was a nail biting end. Yes, it was. When the PRM posted, okay, the competition is closed. Mm. I, I was I was asking, okay, what time zone is yes. Haiti on? Because he was from Haiti. So yes. what other time zones? When is when? What were what are vote on at that time? So, I went to bed, you know, between <laughs> upset and anxious um, because we, sh we, we shouldn't have let it happen. That's right. <laughs> so hold on. What time did it really end? Because we were thinking the same thing. When, when was the close-off time? And just like you, I mean, well, you are probably a little bit worse than us because they're, they're in the, where are they located? Haiti, like you said, or is it the U.S.? We don't even know what time zone we were working against. The PRM is in Haiti. I don't know which time zone we were working on. I believe it closed at, at seven or eight that wow. evening. Mm. So it was, we weren't sure. We weren't sure. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. We, we yeah. thought it was midnight. We thought it was midnight. I think the competition closed on the 15th or something. No, because the winners the were still, yeah. winners were still, I remember winners were still getting votes yeah. after the competition. Yeah, and even after the PRM announced that the competition was closed, winners passed us again. Yeah, so we really weren't sure. Yeah, we have the screenshots because we right. we were getting blow by blow screenshots like every mm -hmm. few minutes. This is where we are. We just have so much mm -hmm. more to go. And listen, mm -hmm. it was nail biting, blood rushing. Listen, mm -hmm. just like we, <laughs> we we stopped traffic, everything it, it was like. It was like time stopped and, we, and it was just about Toastmasters. Everything else, yeah. <laughs> Everything else was not important but at that time. Nothing important. But I can assure you that after um, noon that day, yes. KC Toastmasters Club did, uh, you know, a titanic effort <laughs> to get those votes in. Yeah. And we were counting votes. We were... We were busy on WhatsApp, calling yeah. each other. I even, I even included my colleagues. I went to them, telling them, "Listen, you, need, <laughs> you need to help me with this." And it was, it was fun. Yes, it yes. was, it was, it was exciting. Uh, yes, yes. And yes. I really believe that the district yes. did a great job in getting 
the clubs um, engaged in the in the in working on our website. And for me, what's more important is this shouldn't be a one-time no. thing. No, it should really work to keep the web websites up to date. That's um, right. Have guests know more about those masters about our clubs through yeah. our websites and i hope that next year we have even more clubs competing for that's the right. best website of all that's right that's right it really allowed a lot of people who didn't know about us as a toastmaster you know they, they knew so it really achieved so much more i mean i would i would love to know from after going through that nail-biting experience as, mm -hmm. as a club and personally what were the lessons that you learned from it mm -hmm. You know, first of all, is I learned more about um, the Toastmasters brand. Mm -hmm. Even though as a district yeah. district officer, you read about it, you learn about it. Toastmasters has different updates every year, mm -hmm. and if you do not keep up with it, um, you're gonna you're going to lose track. Yeah. The other the other thing is you read about the campaigns, for instance, the My Why campaign. Right. But sometimes we do not pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> and you you hear about you read about it, but you don't pay attention. And so this was the, a unique opportunity to really put into practice what Toastmasters teach and she teaches us. Mm -hmm. The most important um, um, aspect that I learned from this competition was teamwork. Oh yeah. Because I got to serve with the vice president public relations. Um, yeah. Those votes coming in was a real teamwork from the entire club yeah. and you know new members they got excited uh, reading our text yeah. feeling the excitement I from the other yeah. members and it brought us as a club it brought us closer yeah yeah and mm -hmm. it got us it got us together here because if that competition didn't happen Mm -hmm. we me and you wouldn't be speaking here now i wouldn't even be speaking to dynamic so mm -hmm. we got to know and, and connect with persons from the other other clubs. We got to, you know, reach out beyond our shores, which is mm -hmm. really, really fantastic. Indeed. Indeed. Oh my goodness. There were so many benefits <laughs> to this thing. There were so many benefits. Besides the adrenaline rush, there are so many benefits. <laughs> <laughs> and you know the good thing we're all Caribbean people. So it's like sibling rivalry. You're running a race. And you're like, right. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. You're not gonna win this thing. Mm -hmm. And to be very honest, I went. I believe it was five or six um, clubs competing. I believe it was yeah. five. It was about and five. Yeah. I went through all the websites. Yeah. There were beautiful websites. Yeah. There was great content, and um, I'm I sure have ideas for this year how yeah. to make our website even better yeah we can learn from each other that's right that's and right. that's that's an important aspect how to be better not just for ourselves mm. for our clubs but our members exactly. because at the end of the day it's them who we serve that's right that's mm -hmm. right what's the membership like in your club in in curacao casey toastmasters well it's it's mixed we have a couple of students Mm -hmm. We have mostly um, young professionals. Mm -hmm. We have uh, more experienced Toastmasters. Mm -hmm. I'm very proud to say this year, district director is a member of my club as well. Mm -hmm. um, the club is very united. Um, the board takes 
the their their job very seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's more important is the camaraderie. Yeah. When we're together, how good we feel, how fun it is, yeah. and it you really feel that people want each other to succeed. I'm I, I'm very proud to say to see how members really try to get a, a speaking slot mm-hmm. or they want to to serve as a toastmaster of the meeting or mm-hmm. do an evaluation because they have to work on their development for for pathways mm-hmm. we have embraced pathways we have um env- embraced the toastmasters program mm-hmm. and we are very lucky that in the past 6 years we have had an average of 10 new members every year i mean people come to Toastmasters, some come for very specific goals and leave yeah. after a couple of years. Yeah. But when people come to your club and say, I felt accepted, I felt welcome, mm-hmm. I want to be part of this club, it yeah. means something. It means yeah. something. And that's what we try to keep, that friendly, supportive atmosphere that, is, right. that it is felt the moment people walk through, okay. through the door. Yeah. So. Non-judgmental, non-judgmental. Right. Yeah. Right. But what's mm-hmm. the numbers like? What 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 is the number in your in your club? Right now we have twenty four mm-hmm. members, active mm-hmm. members. Mm-hmm. We have two honorary members, so mm-hmm. those will not reflect yes. on the on the dashboard. Mm-hmm. And we have a couple of prospect members that we will work on this year. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Every year we lose an average of two or three members. Yeah. But on the on the yeah, on the upside we have the luck to get new members involved. Yeah. That's what we want to maintain this vibe vibrant um, atmosphere and to grow the club but in a manageable way. That's right. Because you want to give everyone the opportunity to participate. That's right. So That's for each meeting we have an average of 15 to 18 members present and active. Yes, mm-hmm. nice. Well, such a number, I mean, 24 active or 25 active members to so take second place, you all are doing extremely well. And it speaks to the level of, as you said, camaraderie, commitment, the culture of the club, you know, to pull together, um, to prepare for such for such a win. I mean, you all are doing fabulous in Curacao, and there's, like you said, there's so much to learn um, from each other. Yes, from each. I agree. Yes, I agree. So much to learn from each other. I wanna, mm-hmm. I wanna thank you so much, DTM Rihanna, for taking the time, you know, and, and being willing to be on Winners Podcast. We really. It was. Yeah. It was an absolute pleasure, Toastmaster Corinne. Thank you for inviting me. And I hope we compete this year. And maybe next time, who knows? Kisi has a podcast and you are the interviewee. You That's never right. Know. That's right. We will definitely, now that we know your strategy and dynamic speaker strategy, we are coming to take, we are coming to take the win in 2020 and beyond. Look out for Excellent. Our- Excellent. <laughs> Thank you so much, DTM Brianna. You're welcome.